Are you ready? Yes, I am. Let's take a walk. Welcome to Two Redheads Walk Into a Podcast. I'm Lori. And I'm Dallas. Coffee or tea? Which one is your go-to brew? Do you drink it in the morning or with afternoon tea like the English? Or do you down a cup of joe every few hours to get you through the day like most Americans? Today, we'll delve into the differences between two of the world's favorite libations. We'll give you some tips on how to maximize the benefits of your favorite beverage and provide time savers to speed you to that first succulent sip. Step right up, because here we go. Good morning. Good afternoon. Or a good evening, wherever you are in the world. <laughs> I like your mug. Thank you. This is the first of our official Two Redheads podcast merch. Very nice. Details coming soon on our social media. Be sure to look out for that. Excellent. All right. Well, how are you today? I'm good. I'm excited to talk about tea. You know good. how much I like I tea. Do, I do know. You've been <laughs> excited for this one. Okay, so then let's jump right in. The rapid fire questions for today. Do you drink coffee or tea? Tea. And, and you? I, I am a coffee girl. Yep. I keep trying to change you to tea. <laughs> doesn't work. Don't Nabby helped move you in that direction. Yes. Do you have a favorite flavor or type of tea? Earl Grey. Absolutely. It's it's all Captain Picard based. <laughs> I liked it. And then Star Trek The Next Generation, Captain Picard, that's all he had. And now it's just ingrained. Okay. At home, I drink regular coffee, but I do enjoy the occasional frou-frou coffee drink from the store sometimes. But I make, I just have plain medium roast coffee at home. Do you prefer caffeinated teas or decaf teas? Decaf teas. I have to. It's part of making sure that I keep my inflammation, that I keep my issues in order. Okay. You? I like the little boost I get from the caffeine in the morning. So I do drink caffeinated. Although if I, if I only have decaf or I can't get my hands on coffee, I'm still okay. Have you tried coffee though? Yes. <laughs> I was hesitant. I, okay. <laughs> I was very hesitant. <laughs> so I did. And it's probably what turned me off to coffee completely because I had uh, a sip or two of my grandmother's instant Folgers when I was younger. And it's I not think real that coffee. Pretty, no, it's not. And so I think that was, that was it right there. I was like, oh, coffee never. <laughs> okay. How about you? Uh, yes, I do actually partake in the occasional tea, you know, if I'm maybe sore throat, get some tea with some honey, or if I'm in an area where someone just has tea available, I'm perfectly fine drinking that. It's just not my, my choice beverage. This is going to be actually probably what most of our discussions about today. Do you think coffee or tea is healthier for your body? Tea. <laughs> Of course, there are studies showing that tea is healthier, that coffee does have some drawbacks, but it has some health benefits. But tea, you get a lot of the other herbal additions to your teas. And so I think it just makes that a little bit stronger for the, I guess, argument that tea is healthier for your body. And I say that a billion Chinese can't be wrong. <laughs> okay. 
I I think both have their benefits. Again, I obviously studied the benefits of coffee because that is my preferred drink of choice, but I do know, I do understand the health benefits of tea as well, but you're going to go more into that because you use tea a lot for health reasons, for daily ritual. And also you were saying in regards to last week, the pampering side of your life. Absolutely. There's nothing better for me to kind of pamper myself, to give myself that indulgence at the end of the day, like a good cup of tea. There are some amazing ones that can help with sleep and to calm the nerves and things like that. So it's absolutely a part of my pampering routine. Now, would you consider your coffee in the morning part of your pampering routine? I don't know that it's so much pampering as it's almost like a comfort thing. This mm-hmm. is what I do in the morning. I have I have a warm drink. It, it kind of just sets the tone for my day. I don't really consider it pampering. Now, if I'm indulging in a lovely cappuccino somewhere, then of course that's more to the pampering side, but on a day-to-day basis, no, it's just part of my routine that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's one of the things that I, I really like about the tea that you had brought up a little bit earlier, the different health benefits of tea. Really for the health benefits of tea to work properly, it depends on the type of tea, of course, what herbs are included along with the tea leaves, the types of tea leaves themselves, because some have higher antioxidant levels than others, right? Like white teas and green teas. And then what a lot of people don't know is how you brew the tea can make a huge impact on the benefits that you get out of that tea. Really? Yes. Delve down deep into that. I know you mentioned it to me quickly at some point, but I'm really curious as to this because I'm just like, I add water and I'm ready to go. So exactly. Let's let's get into you. You you put the water through your Keurig brewer and and you're done. You brew it and it sits and then you drink it later. Right. Um, I haven't been able to give you that that chart yet. (laughs) Yes. I'm, I'm very, I'm very interested in how this works. Yeah. So for the different types of teas like black teas green teas oolong teas white teas each of those i guess people throughout the centuries um, have been playing around with the temperatures of water for each of the different teas like black teas you should have it boiling which is one of the reasons why i'm a little bit on top of you about using the, the hot water from your keurig because that typically only comes out at about 160 to 170 degrees fahrenheit so so i shouldn't tell you that i also heat water in the microwave probably not <laughs> Because you're not going to get it to boiling for your black teas. And that's not going to give you the best flavor for that tea. It's not going to give you the best impact for that tea. And herbal teas are typically at the same level. If they have a black tea base, you want to get it up to that boiling point of water. And then you want to... Now that would be when you use like a kettle. Yeah. Is that correct? Kettles are a little bit easier for that one, okay. especially if you get a nice one that has a whistle to it, then you'll uh-huh. know when you hit the boiling. The one I have does not whistle. It screams at me. <laughs> I don't know how how comforting that would be in the morning if you got your kettle screaming at you. Black teas, again, we want to keep towards the boiling point, whereas green teas and white teas are a little bit more delicate. And so you want to get those down to a roundabout for green teas, 170, and for white teas, around about 160 degrees. And that's where you want to brew those. And you'll you'll steep those for less time as well. For a black tea or an herbal tea, you might leave the tea bag in there for five to six minutes 
Whereas your green teas and your white teas, you only want to leave those in for about two to three minutes. Because if not, then you're going to start getting that very kind of metallic-y, very okay. sharp taste okay. now, to some you, of the green teas. When you do steeping, because I've seen people do this and I've seen people not do it. Do you cover your cup while it is steeping? That's a really good question. So I've never covered my cup okay uh, when I steep my tea but some people swear by it uh, yes that's you know that's keeping some of the heat in there mm -hmm. so do what works for you okay. but I've not seen anything that verifies or validates that keeping your teacup covered while it's steeping makes a difference on that okay some good information yeah exactly so we'll provide i've actually put together a chart this was for my own purposes a while back because i really got into brewing tea and i wanted to make sure that i was getting the most benefit out of it mm -hmm. that if i had to have my turmeric tea because turmeric is fantastic for dealing with inflammation Absolutely. in the body it is probably one of the best natural substances you can use yes and i hate it i hate it same. so much i cannot same stand the taste of turmeric and i apologize to those who love it but it just is not my cup of tea well you know what it's not bad in food it's actually pretty good in the right in the right recipe i just, I just haven't found mouthful. the right recipe I, I just don't want a mouthful of liquid turmeric I just, I haven't found the right recipe. I I've really just don't like turmeric. I'll, I'll think about it. Maybe our <laughs> listeners will have some for me to try too. Yes, but... if you do, definitely drop us a recipe or two. Yeah. However, there is a tea that I absolutely love. It's by a company called Numi's and it's their turmeric amber sun tea. It is delish. Delish. It is a turmeric and cinnamon and something else in a I believe it's a black tea base and that I can drink. And that's kind of the only way that I get my turmeric, which is really good for me. Apple cider vinegar is also incredibly good for the immune system mm -hmm. and good for your body. And it's just really hard for me to stomach because it's I so sharp. I mean, I don't mind it on my salads and things, but I just, I can't do shots of it. Whereas I know you can. Oh yes. <laughs> Oh, yes. You, Ita you put Italian, it on everything. Italian to the bones here. <laughs> oh, yeah. You would put it on everything if you I could. I do put it on everything. <laughs> Either apple cider or balsamic goes on literally everything. Yes. Yes. But there is a great um, apple cider vinegar tea from a company called Yogi that, again, it's blackberry and apple cider vinegar, and it's a nice light tea. And I can actually brew that as a nice um, iced tea. And the benefit of it is it's great for dealing with leg spasms. So if people okay. have restless leg, this was one of those recommendations that I had found online and said, oh, well, you know, let's see if it works. And funny enough, it did. All so right. again, all of these, these different things, tea has a lot of health benefits available to it because of, mm -hmm. again, of the things that you can combine with the tea. Okay. But what, like everything, be careful, make sure to talk with your your physician because some of these teas especially mint teas do interact with some medications that is good to know so i, I would that. you know be cautious about that and do mention if you drink a very specific herbal tea a lot when you list your medications for your doctor put it in there let them know mm -hmm. that you are getting that because there may be something that that interacts with definitely now what about 
at night or when you're, you're relaxing? Do you have a tea that you use to decompress or just relax with? Absolutely. I have about three that I choose from. Now, a lot of teas for late night have lavender. And this is one place where I know you and I agree, and I can already see it on your face. <laughs> lavender is just so, the most horrible hour in the world, and it stinks so bad. I'm sorry to the lavender fans out there. Yes, exactly. I, we apologize to lavender fans, but it is not our favorite. We can't do lavender. It was just thrown in my face so much with my first baby. Everything was lavender scented, and I was just so overwhelmed, and it well, and then you moved to that place where it was pretty close to a lavender field. Oh my gosh. No, it was an actual lavender farm. They made lavender tea there. It was literally four streets over. I, I could can smell remember. it all the time in my yard. It was for, was... for me. Yes. It was awful. I'm sure some people would have would have loved that. For me, it was. I'm sure they would. It was not. For right. us, not so much. Even coming out to visit you, I wanted to pick the, the right time of year when the lavender wasn't really in bloom. Right. But there are a lot of great other tea types out there and a lot of other herbs that will help with calming the nerves, promoting sleep, things of that nature. And I actually have seen a tea or two that had melatonin in it. Really? Um, as part of the tea. Valerian is a big one for helping with that. Chamomile, again, if you don't like lavender, those are two great alternatives to help with that. And a lot of the tea companies are now really putting a lot of effort into finding new herbal combinations to help with things like sleep, stress, big one stress, anxieties, things of that nature. Anxiety is a big one today too. And the more people that can deal with it naturally and having that in the form of a easy to drink tea is I think just so helpful. Precisely. And as I kind of alluded to earlier, I have a chart that I put together from research that has the different temperatures for brewing for the different types of tea and the brewing times for each of those teas. And we'll put it up on the website and hopefully then you guys will get a great cup of tea. Maybe I'll even change some diehard coffee fans over into the tea group. But I think Lori now is going to tell us some of the health benefits of coffee that might keep you in her camp. I mean, it is, it is possible. There are studies for and against coffee versus tea versus caffeine versus not. There are, you could find a million studies to back up your point of view. But I'm just going to go with one study that I found from Johns Hopkins, which is a favorite place of mine to get information because to me, it's a trustworthy way to get some information. I will definitely have this linked so you can check it out for yourself. It was a study done on women out of Johns Hopkins, which states that coffee can be beneficial if drunk three to five cups a day with a maximum of 400 milligrams, if not pregnant or breastfeeding. If you are pregnant or breastfeeding, definitely check with your OBGYN and also your pediatrician before you consume caffeine of any kind, please. But the study showed that the consumption of coffee may reduce internal inflammation. I know that's different with everyone, but that was in there. Prevent heart disease, strokes, diabetes, and kidney disease in women. Decrease the chance of developing both Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. It can also keep a healthy range of your liver enzymes, decrease breakage in DNA strands. And I believe from the article that was linked to cancer. And also a big one was decrease 
cases of colon cancer. So those kind of, those last two kind of go together. Again, this is one study that I found. Please do your own research if you need to. Don't just take my word for it. <laughs> or Johns Hopkins word for it at this right. point. <laughs> right. Again, I try I try to find I try to find articles or studies done by reputable places. I don't want to pick it up off of uh, TMZ. Right. <laughs> we definitely are looking for reputable resources when we kind of do some of these more research-based podcasts like we do with coffee and tea. So, we've got some more information as well on caffeine. In the study that you just referenced, and maybe I missed it, maybe you said it, was that caffeinated or decaf coffee? That was caffeinated coffee. Aha. So let me ask you now, because I know you're a decaf tea, what is your opinion on caffeine? Do you consider it to be a, a good thing or a bad thing? Well, that's a really tough question. We talked a little bit before about where we try to find studies from reputable agencies to be able to kind of back up some of the things we'd like to talk about. But the science seems to be really split on this. Yes. Some say caffeine good and some say caffeine bad. I think it comes down to what feels good for you. Mm -hmm. Keeping in mind that caffeine can be addictive, though. The Mayo Clinic says that 400 milligrams per day appears to be safe for most adults. However, since part of my autoimmune disease affects my thyroid and my adrenal function, I have to stay pretty close to zero. Okay. Because it can create a huge inflammatory response for me for caffeine, not to mention things like headaches increase and things of that nature. So, and I know a lot of other, my other friends who have certain things that keep them away from caffeine as well. They mm -hmm. don't like that extra stimulant, but most of the people I work with, <laughs> huge coffee drinkers. Yes. And so, yes, that works for them. Yes. In fact, when I am feeling headachey or I can, I can usually sense when a migraine is coming on, I'll go grab a cup of coffee and I know that that's going to help a little bit with it. I believe it's the stimulant in it. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. And I know a lot of people actually, when they have migraines, they down like an entire bottle of Mountain Dew for the caffeine. True. Yeah. It's, it, I think that kind of is person by person and also inflammation. I've not noticed any difference in my inflammation from my point of view. Right. And we have very different autoimmune diseases, which yes. we're going to go into in our next episode. And so what works for you doesn't work for me Correct. and sometimes vice versa. Mm -hmm. So it really is important. Do your own research, listen to your body, and it'll help you. One of the things, though, I do recommend for people is monitor your caffeine levels, right? Do check if you're drinking a whole bunch of Red Bulls a day. Oh, wow. Please try to even do an experiment where you get rid of it for a while and see if you have some of those addiction symptoms that come across. It's kind of the, the deletion diet where you remove it from your system for a couple of weeks, two weeks at minimum, and then see how your body reacts during those two weeks. If you start to have shakes, if you start to have sweats, if you start to have anxieties, you may have an addiction. Now, again, we're not medical professionals here, but do be careful with the caffeine. As the Mayo Clinic says, try to keep it to the 400 or less. And that still is, according to some of the caffeine levels on coffees that I had found, that's still four cups a day. 
Yeah, that's for, a lot. It, it's up to it's up to five, depending on what type of coffee. Yeah, and so, I could not imagine having five cups a day when the, <laughs> when when I had the babies and and I needed the coffee. I could I could do about three, and even then, I was like getting a little jittery by the afternoon because I would just keep drinking it and drink it. <laughs> <laughs> now I know you were telling me earlier that there's a way you can in the brewing of the tea, manipulate the amount of caffeine that it contains. Can you elaborate on that? Supposedly, yes. According to the folks at Artful Tea, you can lower the caffeine in tea brewing by keeping the temp below the boiling point. Okay, so that's 212 Fahrenheit, or for our favorite European friends, 100 Celsius. Now, of course, what that means for some of your black teas, your herbal teas, you're not going to get as much of the benefit out of that tea, especially if you're going with an herbal tea. But just keep it slightly below that level. For me, I kind of go towards the 200 um, or 190 range if I want to use a caffeinated tea and I want to pull a little bit out of it. The other thing, too, is to brew for a shorter period of time. So I was talking about earlier in that chart that I'll post on our Instagram page um, is going to tell you for black teas and herbal teas, you're looking at a five to seven minute brewing time for those types of teas. But if you pull that back a little bit, now you're not going to get as strong a tea as you would a longer brew. That was going to be my question. Exactly. The taste. Yep. It's going to affect the taste precisely. What you want to do is you'll get a little bit weaker tea, but again, you'll have a little bit less on the caffeine side. Most of these teas come at much lower caffeine levels than your coffees, but there are some companies, tea companies out there, Republic of Tea is one that comes to mind and is one of my favorites. They are actually making high caffeinated teas. So they are redesigning that tea packet to include a higher boost of caffeine so that you can get a little bit of both worlds, again, to lure you over to the tea side. <laughs> well, I know they do that in a lot of energy drinks. They'll have a green tea-based energy drink, mm -hmm. and then they'll add the flavors to it. Yep. Another way that supposedly, here's my air quotes, I, that, that tells you how old we are too. I'm air quoting. <laughs> There is supposedly some information out there that says that if you do a short brew of your tea, then rinse your tea bag and rebrew, that that can affect or cut the caffeine levels. Like the other science on caffeine right now, I'm getting a lot of yes and no. So do your own research on that one. And if we find a reputable scientific study on that one sometime in the future, we'll let you guys know. Okay. That's, 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 to me, that's fascinating. Mm -hmm. Like my husband does not drink coffee at all, but he also doesn't drink tea. So he has no cap. Well, he has no drinkable caffeine. I would, I guess I would say, because he doesn't drink energy drinks either. And he just, man, I've never met anyone with more energy than that. <laughs> so if it is interesting to find out how caffeine affects different people or how it doesn't affect them. Very true. But you have to be careful because even if you are a decaf person, beware because there is still caffeine in that. There can be. Officially. And I believe this is regulated by law in some areas. I'm not sure if it's everywhere, but something labeled as caffeine free can still have about two to seven milligrams of caffeine in it. So maybe your favorite 
decaf black tea could still have seven milligrams of caffeine. And if you have three of those a day, you're up over 20 milligrams, which in the scheme of a cup of coffee that's around 85, I believe, it's not much. But if you are very sensitive to caffeine, you definitely want to at least keep that in mind that just because it says decaf, it can still have a teeny bit of caffeine in there. So just watch out for that. Good to point out. Okay, Dallas, I need to know why tea? What is it that that got you into it? It was my stepmother. <laughs> okay. Just, you know, like you had talked about the habit of coffee. You know, that's something that people do kind of every morning to wake up in some way. My stepmother, that's what she did every morning. She had a cup of English breakfast tea and I adopted that somehow. I do it the French way. <laughs> it has milk and okay. sugar. I guess that plays into a little bit of my heritage. I have the Irish heritage, but there's also a very big French contingent in there. So yeah, somewhere along the line, she got me to try it out and it seemed to work. I liked it and went from there. As it grew, it grew into learning more about tea and some of the health benefits and things like that that I used later on. Okay. So what about you and coffee? What got you into See, Because again, I had such a, a bad experience my first with coffee. Right. So. Well, actually, my folks did not really drink coffee in the house. My dad would always like get a cup on the way to work or at work. He'd have his little work mug. My mom is not a coffee drinker. So I probably didn't even drink it till late teens. And it was my grandmother who is from Italy. My mom's also from Italy, but she did not get the coffee appreciation, but she would always have an espresso. And that was much too strong for me, but uh -huh. you know, I wanted to, I wanted to sit with her and talk with her and, and, and spend some time with her. So she'd always like milk it down and sugar it down. She made an abomination <laughs> out of the espresso, but she did it for me. So again, that, that just became a routine because I would go over there almost every morning before school. And then it just continued from there. I found that I enjoyed it in college. I enjoyed waking up having that little tiny tea brew or sorry. Oh, no, I'm going to take that. No, no, no. It. I'm going to keep it in. That no. is going to be your Freudian slip. I have converted you to the tea side. You just haven't no. known it yet. No. <laughs> I enjoyed having a coffee and, and taking that with me to my first class and just went on from there. And especially in the workplace, like once you get out of, once you get out of college and in the workplace, that's the break room, they've got coffee, it's free. It's, they've got flavors, they've got all this, all this stuff. And it's yes, almost encourage, they almost encourage you to drink it, to be more productive or something. They do. And we'll definitely touch on that when we have the, the productivity podcast is that it does not necessarily make people more productive. No. No, it, it makes me want to hang out in the break room and talk to the people there. Exactly. Which actually can be productive, but at the same time, there is some, some huge drawbacks from that. But a lot of the break rooms now are getting more tea choices available to people as well. I used to just have to bring it from home. I'd bring my little tea kind of sack with the different tea bags that I would have and my specific mugs and things. So, but it's getting a little bit better at corporations now, including the tea in there. Now with the, I know you go through much more preparation of your tea than I do with popping a reusable pod in my Keurig. 
Did you have time for that in the morning before you left? Did you have to make time for that or? You have to make time a little bit. I will say that one of my time savers is I actually do use my Keurig, but since I know that it only brews at around about 170, then I typically only have green teas if I'm using that particular brewer. Now, what was incredibly helpful was a little time saver that you bought me for a birthday or something or Christmas once. I had it something on my like Amazon that. list and it was this brewer, this kettle uh, that had its own little station and you could program it for specific times of the day and you could also program it for specific temperatures. Yes. So I actually can just kind of dial in the temperature that I want and the time that I want it on. And then my little brewer is ready so that when I'm ready to pour my cup of tea, that's my time saver. I'm just ready to go. And I love that little guy. Thank you so much for that one. You're welcome. <laughs> and there are tons of those little brewers online. There's all different right. types and things like that. I mean, especially the coffee stations now are oh so... Oh my gosh. You can have espressos, you can have cappuccinos, you can have, you know, with little drawn things and foam on the top some I'm of like, them are like over a thousand dollars and i'm like nice. i mean that might be what i spend on coffee in five years <laughs> probably not even that but i don't i don't love coffee that much i will say that not like, enough to do that not enough to spend like thirteen hundred dollars on this at home starbucks station right but you will go out of your way for some specific coffees i know you will spend a little extra for your favorite one your the dunkachino <laughs> Hey, but hear me out on this. Oh, yeah. It tastes like a liquid donut. They put coffee and hot chocolate together, and I'm convinced that they throw some liquid donut in there because that, seriously, it's like a liquid donut. And I then, say, I'm glad I never got into that then because that would be another horrible indulgence on my side. <laughs> or even better, like when the, when the seasonal coffee drinks come out from Starbucks and Dunkachino, you know, the salted caramel mocha and the, oh my gosh, there's peppermint coffees. Oh, I, I love that season. I love it. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of a time saver for you, right? Is to be able that to- That is, that is. I don't, now that I'm tr really trying to eliminate the sugar from my diet, I don't go there very much at all. And if I do, it's because I'm out and about and I need a drink. And honestly, I'll just get a, an iced coffee with some almond milk or oat milk or something. And that's it, mm -hmm. which I could easily do at home. But I'm like I said, I'm out and about and I, I just right. want that coffee at that mm -hmm. time. But I will still indulge one or two times in the winter <laughs> with a nice, hot, delicious, sugary coffee drink. What about with you? Do you enjoy just making your own tea or do you enjoy going to tea houses or coffee houses or the drive-throughs? And, and getting uh, maybe a specialty tea or some kind of seasonal tea drink. Well, as I said, the tea manufacturers are becoming more and more interesting with the choices that they have available. They're experimenting more. So there are definitely seasonal brews and things like that. There is actually a, a winter brew from, and forgive me everyone for pronouncing this incorrectly, or maybe I did, I got it. Twinnings or Twinnings? <laughs> I've heard I think it both ways. I think it's twinings, but I'm I not know, sure. and I've heard it both ways, and now I just don't know which is which. Tomato, tomato. Yes, <laughs> but they had a, a winter brew that tastes like an apple cider, which is fantastic really? because I love having a warm apple cider in the winter. It's Yuck. a fantastic thing for me, and but it has a ton of sugar. 
Oh, apple cider is not And so bad. for me, this this tea was great for that one. And I know you're not a huge apple cider person no. on that one, but this is, mm -hmm. you know, you were talking about the seasonal teas. Right. So a lot of companies are coming up with more seasonal teas, things that that remind us of different times of years. Of course, pumpkin teas come out along with the, the Starbucks ones. And occasionally I'll find some good things at Starbucks, but I am spoiled where I'm at right now because I have about four different tea houses near me. One is a traditional English tea house. Okay. One is, is a little bit more modern take on an English afternoon tea. And he survived the pandemic, which is fantastic. He's still in business. Love Wonderful. him. Just across the river. And then there are two others that one is a little bit more of a chain type of thing. Okay. Yeah. And then there's another one that is just a custom tea house. They don't really serve tea or do anything like that, but they make their own teas. They combine different things to make nice. their own teas. So they have some amazing ones. I'm really spoiled. I get my tea houses and I love it when my friends get to come out and I get to take them to afternoon tea. Oh, we have little tea sandwiches. That and... sounds fun. And I would, I would totally do it. I have Absolutely. to, I honestly have to be out and about doing something because I can go 10 minutes in any given direction and not even hit a Starbucks or any drive-through mm -hmm. unless I want to run into the Circle K and just get something that I could have brewed at home. <laughs> right. Brewing at home, it's nice. And I have a ton of tea, though, so we'll see what happens. I'm I'm hoping that once things settle down a little bit more with COVID and my health, maybe I'll get to start a tea exchange group where I get to mm -hmm. get a couple of people together and we can exchange some of those teas that the ones that we don't like, maybe other people will, right? right. I like the apple cider. You didn't, but mm -hmm. maybe you had tried it and you were like, oh, not for me. Right. <laughs> that would be something we do. But brewing at home is super simple. It's not this circus of things that you have to do with some coffees. I mean, I don't even want to listen to the orders at Starbucks sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, that is way too complicated. When did we engineer that, you know, that coffee? I, I was so guilty of that. I had to have, you know, the almond milk or the oat milk and the maybe the sugar-free only two pumps, but then three pumps of something else and <laughs> no whip and extra foam or it, it does get a little crazy, but I think when it's your, when it's your like little treat, mm -hmm. I feel like get what you want, but it, it can get a little out of hand. I've seen some ridiculous orders, but I'm honestly just as happy to sit at home and pop some coffee in the Keurig. And I got to say though, South Slope coffee from Asheville, North Carolina is the best. I was diehard. It's gotta be Italian coffee. It's gotta be Italian coffee. And then I noticed it started bothering my stomach a little. Oh yeah. Cause that's another thing that coffee can do, which mm -hmm. I know tea is the opposite. It kind of helps settle your stomach, some teas. Mm -hmm. But then I found this coffee and it's like, it's amazing. So if anyone, if anyone has that problem or you find it's, it's bothering your stomach, hit up South Slope. They're amazing, nice. all their okay. coffees. And I'll tell you, brewing at home got incredibly easy for tea for me because iced tea was always the complication, right? You would have to brew the tea and I mean, you're up at boiling point if it's a black tea, right? And then you have to wait for it to cool down. And that mm -hmm. was so annoying until I found this amazing workaround. It is, and I will probably pronounce this incorrectly as well, Takia, T-A-K-E-Y-A. 
iced tea maker and you can find it on Amazon. But basically what it is, it's a Pyrex pitcher. So you can brew a tea and throw it in the pitcher at boiling and then immediately add ice and then it melts down and you have immediate iced tea. It's fantastic. It's the best time saver I've ever had. And I have three of them in my <laughs> in my refrigerator. So I can kind of alternate between the teas that I like because they come in a quart size and a two quart size. So you so. add the ice while it's still hot. Yep. And it doesn't dilute the tea. Well, you brew a smaller kind of dose of the tea. Okay. Right? And more then you add the water. Exactly. A more concentrated version. And then you add the ice and it dilutes it down to the exact level you want. Really, it's a great time saver. Love those things. Yeah, hot hot tea I can do. Iced tea, never got on that train. Even even living in the South for a while, never got on that. But it's popular. People love it. And it is. also chai tea, I've noticed, is chai very tea, popular with a lot popular. of my friends. I will say that is my one indulgence, is a Starbucks tall chai latte. Nice. I know how much sugar it has, but man, it's so good. My friend turned me on to that like 10 years ago. And I was like, I hate you because <laughs> I love this thing. <laughs> it's like the best ever. <laughs> but you know what? Even if you're trying to limit something in your diet, mm-hmm. if there's something out there that's a treat and you want to treat yourself, then go ahead and treat yourself. Don't just never have it again. Have it in moderation only if you get a gift card or only say it's it's only if I go to this town in this Starbucks will I will I stop one and then you really lower your caffeine intake your your sugar intake you lower your bills because some people <laughs> getting six dollar drinks three four times a week I can't even imagine is healthy for the wallet <laughs> just, yeah, just getting an iced coffee is mm-hmm. is three dollars Yes. Which I'm like, coffee should be like 50 cents. The milk should be like 50 cents. It's like, give it to me. Can I have it for 99 cents, please? Inflation. I wish we could. <laughs> Inflation. What can we say? So as we're talking about having these little occasional treats, let's throw it back to our last episode where we delved into self-care products, routines, recommendations, really just things that you can pamper yourself with. And I know for a lot of people, that little treat is pampering. Right. That you know, little indulgence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Little indulgence for everyone. Did you try any of this? I did. I did. And you will be elated. <gasps> I moisturized my face for a week. Okay. Did it make a difference? I don't know. I think so. But I'm not as in tune with that as you are. So, <laughs> you know, when people finally see this video, you guys may have to weigh in to say if that helped or not. <laughs> Finally, when the video goes live. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. When we start with the video side. And I and I happily was able to accomplish mine. And then we also challenged our listeners to do at least one act of kindness for their bodies. So did you guys take that opportunity? Did you do something you normally don't do? Just, just a little something to show your body that self-care. We'd love to hear your thoughts. So be sure to join our discussion on our social media platforms. Now let's get a challenge for this week. Dallas, what do you want to challenge yourself with? Much of a challenge, but it's a, I will find, I will find, thank you. (laughs) I am am not going to Starbucks and ordering a double half calf frap something. (laughs) I can't do it. So I will find myself a new tea blend this week. Yes for promoting calm 
we'll see if I can find something that I like. And you, nice. you don't have Very to nice. try tea, but we could well, now binge remember, a couple I... of episodes of Downton Abbey and have, make a night of it. <laughs> remember, I, I don't dislike tea. Right. I, I don't dislike hot tea. I'm more fond of the black teas. So oh, I do yes. have some. And I'm going to go ahead and take a day or two where I try to put that back in my routine. Not so much as a, oh, my throat's sore. Let me get a bunch of honey and add a little bit of tea into it but actually make a proper cup according to your recommendations on temperatures and time and see if I can tell that change from mm -hmm. a quick microwave <laughs> or a, a boiling tea kettle on my stove. Very nice. So Sounds I'm, good. I'm going to make that effort and, and brew a proper cuppa. Nice. And I love the statement I, I read or heard somewhere recently. I like my tea like I like my men. Hot, black, and British. <laughs> oh, my God. Like Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> I have okay. no idea where I heard it. I just loved it. It was great. <laughs> or the guy who played the Duke in The Duke and I. Oh, the guy in Bridgerton. Reggae Jean Page, I believe. Yes. Mm. So many. You just but anyway. You just also, too. Yes. Mm. We could go on and on on that one. Yes. For anyone but, else out there, you can re have recommendations on that too. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. Give us some give us some things to watch. Now that we've discussed our ideas, are there any recommendations about today's topic that you want to share? Drop us a comment on Instagram. Or for a complete list of products, services, or other content mentioned in today's podcast, become a Patreon member so you can access those on our private Facebook group. After this dive down into the mug, or teacup in your case, be sure to catch next week's episode where we're going to begin a journey into the world of autoimmune disease. For a sneak peek of next week's walk into topic, click on the Instagram icon to follow us. Thanks for joining us. I'm Lori. And I'm Dallas. And this is the Two Redheads Walk Into a Podcast. The Two Redheads Podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. As with all our platforms and content, this podcast represents our own current personal views. These opinions do not represent those of any people, institutions, or organizations that we may discuss, mention, or recommend to our audience. At various times, we may provide reviews of products, services, or other resources. Any such reviews will represent the good faith opinions of the authors. You should conduct your own due diligence and should not rely solely upon any reviews provided by the authors. The products and services reviewed may be provided to the company for free or at a reduced price to incentivize a review. For more information about the disclosure of incentives received in exchange for providing review of this product, please contact support at tworedheadswalkintoapodcast.com. We are not licensed healthcare professionals, and our personal experiences addressed are what works for our bodies. None of what we say should be taken as medical advice. Please refer to your own physician for any medical needs and concerns.